we are back. We are back for a special episode of the podcast. We have a very special moment for the Troop brand coming up on October 7th. And we're just here to discuss the clothing line that we're releasing, taking things to the next level, been trying to get here for a moment. So we're going to talk all about the brand and building the brand and all that good stuff. Uh, really, Cardo is going to be asking me all of the questions and I'm going to do my best to give the best answer possible. That's Lord, right. be with us. That's right. And this is Cardo, you want, to, you want to give yourself a little introduction? Um, Hi guys, I'm Cardo. I'm a member of Troop. Also helping my big bro with this whole beautiful, 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 beautiful brand that he has coming. Um, Stay tuned, October 7th. This Friday? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. So um, let's start off. What's the mission? What's the mission? The mission, the mission for Troop overall as a brand, even beyond just the clothing and apparel, is to create opportunities for dancers to thrive. Mm-hmm. And we do that through everything, through the events, through the experiences, through the training. And we want to accomplish that as well, as well with the business, building a business. Not only do we want to make clothes that's everybody's favorite clothes to dance in, to train in, but also we want to be able to use this business to invest back into the community mm-hmm. and hire dancers, give opportunities, have dancers in the ads, in the commercials. Uh, Ten years from now, I want a thousand, a thousand people who are employed through the brand and making a living working with a dance brand. I want to build the the number one dance brand in the world and really define what that even what that even means. Yeah. That's the goal. That's yes. the mission. What? That is crazy. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's what we're doing here. Wow. So why apparel and why now? Okay. So apparel for me makes sense. It's actually the brand actually started with apparel in the beginning. Mm. Before the company, this is all, this is actually like a relaunch. Actually, I'm going to talk about this a lot. But this is really like a relaunch of the apparel brand. Uh, when I first started Troop, uh, some years back with my boy Kevin Velasquez, who is actually the one who designed the logo. He's a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Now he works over at Steezy, and he's uh, he was he was head of I think he's the creative director now or over head over. Head of marketing. I don't know what I'm talking about. One of those. He's a, he's a big person over there. Um, he designed the logo. Also, an ex dancer and dance teacher. Um, but yeah, we started it maybe in around 2016, 2017, and this was just in a time where I just felt like dance. We just don't really have anything to call our own. That's a major brand, just like skate brands yeah. or uh, basketball brands. Like every sport, every field, they have these major brands that support mm-hmm. their community, tell their stories and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like we just haven't really, even yoga has moved. And they have like several yeah. brands, Aloe Yoga. They, they have all these major, major brands that put on these amazing events, invest back into the community, all that kind of stuff. And dance hasn't really had that. And I feel like we, you know, we'll be in class. It, it really started, I would go to the, these camps overseas. Mm-hmm. And one, I would see how impactful and how influential, like, you know, people, dancers in the States were when it comes to how to dress, when it comes to classes. And I just started to be very conscious of what am I wearing and who am I supporting and are they supporting us? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I feel like 
we'll be not even feel, I feel like I always see us in like a skate tee or some kind of graphic tee. Uh, back then, everybody was wearing like those Adidas soccer pants. <laughs> the Adidas soccer pants, and then we'll be in like a basketball shoe, right. and then a baseball cap. Like nothing of our own, right. right? Other than maybe like some merch from our studio or something like that. Um, so I just was like, if I'm gonna be wearing something, I want it to be something that comes from within the community. And since there, I didn't feel like there were many brands. There, there, there were and still are people who will put stuff out, um, and I like to support those those brands and whatnot. But I think there just hasn't been anything that's really just like gone the distance, mm-hmm. right? Or at least how I see it in my head, and and that has also like broke through culturally mm-hmm. as well. That is really scaled. You know, why are we wearing all these? Brands from sports we don't even play right. or have any involvement in. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So yeah, that's yeah. that's what it's about. It's not about me. It's not about like I want to build, and I also want to build something with purpose. Yeah. You know, build a a product that uh, has a purpose and has a community of people that are excited about it, and 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 also there's so many things creatively that you can do under with apparel like us doing the photo shoots and the video shoots like I'm excited to do that more and be able to collaborate with people and just just more ways to bring people together so and then also have people be able to have something physical that they can own and it represents a message and represents something that they believe in and people that they believe in and things like that so that's why apparel and and now is the perfect time to relaunch it just because of the, the space I'm in in my life, I feel like. Uh, I've learned a lot as a business person through failure, a lot of failure, and wins as well. And through building community and building this movement and pushing my message and everything like that, um, throughout the whole journey, I've learned a lot. And I feel like now is the, now is the perfect time to get this thing going. Yes. Sir, you just said something that um, sparked a question. Um, You said you learned a lot about business. Um, What's one pivotal lesson that you learned that has helped you launch now versus back then? Oh, that's good. Um, That's a really good question. Thank you for that question. One, I would say um, customer service, super important. Having that worked out, I think people always think about getting it out and getting it out to the world and people having it, but they don't think about, okay, what happens when things go wrong? Right. Um, what happens when somebody doesn't get their order? What happens? You know, all that kind of stuff. That can cause a headache and that can, not, not just a headache because it's challenging to deal with mm-hmm. and it's challenging for them to deal with, but also every experience at every point that someone has with your brand represents you and what you care about. And if you haven't thought that through, then you might not be able to win that person back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So having customer service figured out, um, and that's something it took a while to get figured out and find the right people who can mm-hmm. handle that and streamline that. And that's really important to building a business is having things automated and making sure all bases are are covered and there and you have a team that can handle these those things. So customer service, like I just mentioned, having a team, the right mm-hmm. team, building with people who understand the vision, want to go where you want to go, and they're just as passionate about it as you are. 
that's really important and having everybody everybody having clear roles and responsibilities of what they're supposed to take care of um so building a team and then i think really understanding what marketing is and what that means for you and not and making sure marketing just doesn't come off very salesy and i i don't like selling actually that's a big thing that I learned is that I don't like to try to convince something to convince people to buy something. Mm-hmm. I don't like to, how can I say it? Yeah, I don't know. Sales always was weird for me. Like it just felt icky. And pushy. <laughs> and pushy. Yeah. So for me, I want to market it. So I want to do such a good job at uh, telling the story and saying what this is about, that I don't really have to sell you. I'm just gonna say, this is who I am. This is what the brand is about. And if, this, if you believe in this, then feel free to support yeah. it. I'd rather do that and not even really ask for the sale, mm-hmm. but more so just encourage participation, participation in the movement that is happening. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yes, yes. And yes, that's yes. what works for, for me. Yeah. Um, the the sales part of it, I don't, I don't, I'm not really into that whole thing. Yeah. So I just hope people, I just hope the product is so good, and I communicate my vision and purpose behind the product to where you just want to. Yeah, it draws you in. Yeah. So I would say maybe those are, those are the biggest thing, and definitely being around people that uh, encourage you, support you. And really believe and want to go where you want to go. That's very, very important. Like, I want to go the distance. Like, I want to take it as far as I possibly can go because um, it's, I've lived the life I wanted to live. I'm in a good place. I do what I want to do. Like, Antoine is covered. Now it's about creating opportunities for other people to have that same security and and not just like financially, but also uh, I love what I do because I get to do it with people that I love yeah. and everything has intention and purpose and my soul feels good at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I wanna create a business to where people can feel like they can have a home here. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? So you're doing great no but that's really good you're doing great with like creating that space too so. oh thank you oh, i appreciate no it <laughs> <laughs> well no okay bet 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 so um you mentioned the team and how important um that is especially just in the in the realm that you're in now so um who is the team behind the brand and how did you find them and how do you find them uh-huh boom let me just say everybody yeah all right so Cardo is heading apparel and she's running the social media pages for apparel as well. Um, and also on her team is Deja K. She's on a plane right now with Deja. Yay. <laughs> um, and she's kind of like the point of contact between us and the manufacturer. Um, and the manufacturer is actually the people, the team that's going to be handling customer service as well, packing and shipping and making sure everything gets to people in a timely manner. Um, <clears throat> there's Sabrina, who's head of communications. Uh, there's Chantel and Jabari, who are the events slash experiential 
marketing team. There's Amina and Ima, who are part of the media and marketing team. Bobby, who's shooting the content. Uh, Shaboob's here. Is He's done the podcast for us. He also does all of our live streams as well. And then, is that everybody? Mm-hmm. I didn't miss nobody? Nope, you. Emmy. <laughs> oh, that's great. And God, he on the team too. Yes, he'd, be, he'd be there right there heavy. with us. Heavy, heavy, for sure. That's a whole other story yeah. in itself. Yeah. But yeah, that's the team. And the amazing thing about that too is everybody's dancers. Everybody comes from dance. Where we shot the video, um, the video, where we shot the like campaign to launch the apparel, that's owned by a dancer, that's based and owned by a dancer. Uh, a lot of the photography from Supercamp is actually done by Dizzy, who's a dancer, an incredible dancer. Mm-hmm. People don't even know, but Dizzy's fire. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Um, so yeah, it's really dope that everybody, everybody gets it, and that's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you um, decide? Oh, how did I? Yeah, how pick? did you pick? Man, what do you look for? I look for. It's funny. It's kind of the same thing when it comes to casting dancers for a job. Mm-hmm. It, you kind of have a sense of it's like the energy and passion for what they do, that's beyond. That's beyond, just the dancing. I think mm-hmm. it's an energy and passion they have for themselves as well, and the respect they have for themselves. That's very important um, because those people are going to take whatever they do serious. Yeah. Beyond just hitting the step, I'm, I'm going to take every part. I'm going to show them a show for time. I'm going to make sure I handle what I need to handle. They they're responsible. So I think it's passion. It's the ability to be responsible and take care of business. And um, I really think I think it's that and. And it's really just that. I just can get a sense. Mm-hmm. I just can sense it. I just can feel like this is the right thing to do. And I honestly feel like God has sent me, sent people to me specifically. And I just kind of say open and say yes. And let's just say like, okay, we're going to try this and see see how it goes. And until there's a reason to not try it anymore, mm. we're gonna keep <laughs> right, right, right. we keep pushing it. But I, I trust yeah. everybody um, on the team, and everybody's doing a great job. So uh, mostly everybody's come through. I think most of the team is through the company, mm-hmm. through through, through um, Troop Dance Company, and then Bobby came along just because he saw what was happening. And that's the thing: when you're starting your thing, if you're building something, um, or if you have a vision to build something. Just get started, do it with passion and purpose, and people will start to kind of fall in place. People will come and offer their services and offer their time because they see how hard you're working and they see how much you put into what you do, and they want to be around that, you know, because they are the same with whatever they do. Um, And yeah, I think that needs to happen more in the community. We need to be coming together to build things, whether it's apparel what's whether it's events whether it's some other kind of product mm-hmm. like dancers should have beauty skin products yeah. like you should have like all kinds of stuff that we can we can do and i think dance really prepares you for entrepreneurship mm-hmm. i think it really does it, it gives you all the skill sets with like working with a team being able to be creative uh being resourceful um all those kinds of things and you can develop those skills further 
and you will have to if you are building something. But um, but yeah, I think dancers make great entrepreneurs, and other entrepreneurs outside of dance have said that. Yeah, that's yeah. major. I feel like we need to hear that more. Yes, for sure. It, it's I think about this a lot. There's a complete paradigm shift that needs to happen within the dance community. We think we're the bottom of the totem pole, and we're only mm -hmm. limited to this and that, and it's so very not true. We can have anything and everything that other artists have, and other brands and entrepreneurs yeah. we can have all the same stuff it's just opening your mind to it and realizing that that is the actual truth mm. that's a gem mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> for real for real wow <clears throat> okay so um i know the main one of the main designs right now is passion over fear mm. um how did that come about and mm. what's the vision behind your designs now and your future designs beautiful yeah, so I think I mentioned this in another podcast, but how Passion Over Fear came about was I was in a, I was working with a group of dancers. I was in a training and we're talking after like we always do. And they were asking about what I look for in a dancer when they're auditioning. And I gave a similar answer to finding my team. I was talking about passion. Yeah, <clears throat> and yeah, I was talking about passion and I was saying, like, I don't really like doing auditions anymore because people aren't as passionate anymore. And then I had to stop and correct myself because I realized that it wasn't that they're not passionate. They're just more afraid or they're focused on how afraid they are that the passion kind of gets lost mm. or forgotten about. You know what I mean? And, and that's kind of how that started. And then I started, like, thinking about my entire life, really. <laughs> And that's kind of always been what has driven me and kept me pushing mm. is because I'm more passionate about the vision I have in my mind than I'm afraid of what might happen in this moment. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm more passionate about people and, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm more passionate about the vision I have for this, this company and this business. I'm more passionate about that than I'm afraid of leaving the industry to focus on this. You. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, instead of being afraid, like, oh, if it doesn't work out, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm more driven by what if it does work, mm -hmm. though? <laughs> right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what Jeez. if it does work? Mm -hmm. So I had to I had to take that risk and leave the industry and not really take on jobs anymore and say, if I want this to be what it can be, I'm going to 100% focus on just this, on just mm -hmm. building my own thing and, and honestly i haven't looked back i haven't craved or wanted to do a job or i love doing this way more way way more yeah. wow, mm -hmm. wow, wow. another <laughs> another question sparked um of that answer um has there been a moment that the what if it doesn't work has taken over the what if it does work has there been a moment where the what if it doesn't work has taken over the what if it does there have been multiple moments mm -hmm. there have been multiple moments where i felt like maybe there was a sign or at least in the moment i felt like it was a sign that oh this might not work or this mm -hmm. might be too hard or this whatever but i think those were always in moments where i wasn't doing the work on myself to operate in my highest self do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's very important. Like you have to constantly work on your mindset and take care of yourself and take care of your body and take 
take care of all those things so that you are operating in your highest self so that when what may seem like a sign pops up, uh, you, you know better mm. and you know to kind of like push those doubts aside and not feed into them. Doubts are going to happen, but you choose what you focus on and what you meditate on. And you just got to let those things go. But sometimes when you're not doing the work and you're falling off, like it always happens when I've like fallen off with my morning routine. I haven't been in the gym. Like I haven't been doing the things that I know I need to do. And, you know, those thoughts start creeping in, those doubts. And you just start, your confidence is kind of lowers, you know. So it's just been in those in those moments. And um, when that happens, and that'll happen for anybody, and it's all about catching it and not allowing it to linger for too long, mm-hmm. you know? It, it, it doesn't have to go on for a year. It doesn't have to go on for months. It doesn't have to go on for a week. It could literally just be a day, a night, a second. Yeah. Where like, oh, what about this? And you're like, nah, we good. We gonna keep pushing. Dang, that just made something click for me. That's crazy. Hey, that's good to oh, hear. I love it. Wow, <laughs> love that, love that, love that. Okay, wow. So with that being said, like, what's next? What's next for the brand in your uh-huh. in your eyes? Um, woo boy, so many things. One, we're we're praying and accepting that uh, we will have our own space to create and do whatever we need to do, as well as. Um, uh, we have some ideas for a space and something different that the community will really love. There's that. Um, and there's just like more jobs, cre- just constantly creating more dope stuff, being able to collaborate with people and, and many facets. Um, and yeah, just and bringing people together. We have a lot of event ideas. There's just just a lot of creativity. A lot of create, a lot of creativity, and bringing people together. And you know, I want to be able to uh, endorse dancers, and you know, just like Nike sponsors athletes or endorses athletes, or Vans endorses athletes and skate teams and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I want to be able to do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna give everything away, <laughs> you said, but, <clears throat> but. The fo- really, the focus is just being consistent, yeah, and making sure people know that we're here, we're here to stay, and we're gonna keep showing up, and we're gonna be still be here ten years, twenty years, you know. Like I really think about that. I, I really think about yeah. what's something that can exist beyond me, beyond my time here on Earth. What'll still be here for for the community yeah. and still have that same purpose and and, and passion behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, he's working. Absolutely. I love it. I love to he see really it. I love is. to see it. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, you you talked about this kind of already, but like about your passion and certain fears. Um, how you just overcome all of that? But can you elaborate a little bit more on mm-hmm. what are you? Uh, what are you most passionate about? And what fears have you had to overcome mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. pursue that? Yeah, I would say it's kind of like what I mentioned a moment ago. Is I'm really passionate. I'm really passionate about building this. Like I have a vision in my mind, and I have affirmations for everything that I see for the future for the business. Um, I'm just really passionate about being able to build this thing, and what that future looks like for me, my community, the the team, 
my family, my future family, my grandchildren. I'm really passionate about building something, a platform to, to contribute to millions of lives. I'm really passionate about that. And I guess the, the fear I've had to overcome, again, like I said, is stepping out on my own, leaving the industry, leaving other projects and businesses uh, behind and just doing my thing. Um, and that can be challenging because it's all on you. <laughs> it's all on you. And, and also, um, I, you know, I've had issues with anxiety in the past and um, getting overwhelmed and burnt out. And I've had some pretty traumatic experiences with it. And sometimes that would be a fear of like, I don't want to, you know, I want to make sure I protect my mental health mm. and and not overwhelm myself and start getting anxious again because that uh, yeah I just had some very bad episodes mm. with that so um so again that goes back to really making sure that I'm doing everything I need to do to take care of myself to make sure that that doesn't happen and and that's been going really well I haven't actually had anxiety or any panic attacks in a long time so uh so that was kind of a fear especially in the beginning it's like all right bro you don't you, this is taking on a lot and you're gonna be doing this on your own can you handle this kind of thing can you emotionally mentally handle it and um i have done the work to be able to handle it for sure yeah yeah you keep mentioning that, and I think that's just major, like, for us dancers, um, especially our generation, just really, really taking that mental part serious. Uh -huh. And, uh -huh. like, even though the the growth in our mental health may take a while, per se, that work, like, just goes so far. Because uh -huh. you're doing that work is literally creating something that is going to change generations. Oh. So that's, I don't know, that's so powerful to me. Uh -huh. So powerful to me. Yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah. it affects not only you, it affects people around you. It affects how you interact with people. It affects you living in your purpose, you know. Um, you know, the, the enemy going to get in your head and yeah. say, oh, this, though, but what about this? And, oh, your, what about your past? And this happened to you, and you did this. It's like a lot of, Forgiving myself, forgiving others, being giving myself grace, um, all those kinds of things, and and then constantly reading, studying. I got books everywhere: Power of Awareness, and Mastery of Love, and the Bible, and uh, you know, just constantly studying and yeah, doing the work on. It's it's really healing. It's really about mm. healing. Uh, and that kind of becomes your becomes armor kind of for you to where you almost like it becomes first you get healed and then you become bulletproof. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That just hit me. That, nah, I never yeah. said that before. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Literally last night in my close friends, I put God's plan is bulletproof. Because mm. it is. And like that, that's, yeah. a different, that's a different conversation, but it really is. And when you, knowing that, when you literally get to that mental point where you heal and then you become bulletproof. I feel like that's when you start living in his purpose mm -hmm. and allow his plan to then bleed through you. You know what? That's another one of the fears that I had to overcome is mm -hmm. being able to trust God. 
that's a big one. And not feeling like I have to, I got to figure it out because yeah. I'm so smart and I got a better plan than God got. Mm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. not trusting, like, I don't know where he's going to want to take me. Yeah. So I don't want to put everything in his hands because I think I got this better idea. And that's really foolish. At least, at least yeah. that's what I've come to learn uh, in my experience. You know, God has a much better plan because yeah. God knows me better than I know me. Because there's a lot of things when you're unhealed and you've been through a lot, it can cause you to see the world in a certain way yeah. and cause you to make decisions that are unconscious to you. And you're really just triggered by something and it makes you run and you think you're making the smart decision, but it's really your ego and it's really mm -hmm. your pain. It's really your scars that are making decisions for you. But God can see beyond those scars yeah. and beyond that trauma and see who you truly are and knows that this is actually what you really want over here. This is actually what's really better for you. And if you just knew yourself like I knew you, yeah. like I know you, then you would know that as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, I had to, that's something I had to get to a couple years ago too, is like really just, and it really just was like, everything was crazy. I had no choice. Like there was no me figuring it out anymore. It's like, mm -hmm. I just like, I'd have to, I've always believed in God, but, I didn't trust him with all parts of my life, only certain parts. Yeah. And uh, to give everything up and say, okay, I trust you. And I'm just going to, I'm going to work on me <laughs> and trust you are going to handle the rest and manage yeah. the rest. And that was game, game changing. That was life changing for me. And that brings a whole lot of peace. Like a lot of anxiety comes from being derailed, being off yeah. course, being misaligned. And mm -hmm. you're deep down inside, your subconscious wants to get back in alignment, but you keep going in the wrong way for whatever reason, because of fear, because of whatever, because of ego, because of whatever people want you to do or what you thought was the right thing to do. But your soul, your subconscious wants to get back mm -hmm. in alignment so bad. And that's why you keep running into so much anxiety and stress because you just, you're off course. Mm -hmm. Your soul matters, like your soul matters so much. And I feel like we we um, sleep on that concept, like mm -hmm. soul versus physical mm -hmm. and mind. It's mm -hmm. a different topic, but mm -hmm. wow. Mm -hmm. wow. Wow, wow, wow. Absolutely. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. Wow. Okay. Huh. I got to take that in. Mm -hmm. I got to take that in because that was, yeah. Okay. Well. <sighs> okay. So what do you believe it would take to grow the brand? Hmm. Um, I mean, it's the, the answer is kind of in the question is growth, just constantly growing. Focus on learning and growing and constantly studying. Um, uh, not only just me, but the team, everybody on the team doing their best to get better at what they do. They're, they're part of the business. Uh, just constantly growing and learning. And mm -hmm. that's why I'm excited for just to, you know, I have goals for what I want us to, numbers I want us to hit and whatnot with the first launch, but it's more so just about like getting started and learning and like yeah. seeing how things go and seeing what people like and getting feedback from everybody that does purchase something. Like, what, what do you want next time? You know, I'm just excited to, I love the process. I love learning and um, making things better and keep iterating and iterating and, and, and whatnot. So it's just all of us doing our job to grow and keep studying and learning. And I think really you can't stop 
someone or a group of people that are relentless in their pursuit of knowledge and skill mm -hmm. and are eternal students. It's really like a forever, forever game, yeah. you know, and just us being focused on that, just being better. That's it. Yeah. Just being better every single time. I, th I think that's what's going to take to grow the brand. And, and then, and then obviously everybody's communities, the communities support. And again, that comes from making sure we're just doing our best to where people feel like it's worthy of talking about mm. and worthy of being like, yo, you should check this brand out. That's, that's what it's going to take. And just us being authentic and, and resilient. Mm. Yeah. Resilient. Mm -hmm. yeah, resilient. Yeah, for exactly. sure. For sure. Yeah. Antoine, your answer is to just keep hitting me. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, oh. I'm literally like audience mode and I'm like, hey, it's not back. Wow. Okay. So one more question. And this question is actually very important to me. Um, but what's some advice you would give to a dancer specifically that wants to start their own brand? The biggest thing I would say is start reading. Study, mm. study, 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 study. Read. Study entrepreneurship. Study leadership. Study leadership. If you're starting something, we need more quality leadership in this world and definitely within business. Um, so study what it takes to be a good leader. Um, I've been reading leadership books for years and years, maybe like seven or eight years. I've been reading about leadership. Um, so yeah, study entrepreneurship, leadership, marketing, branding. Um, what else would I say? Uh, yeah, I would say those things. It's really just constantly being a student, like I just mentioned. That really is the secret. But also not just reading, but also acting on the things that you learn. And let me go back. Not just reading, but studying the information. Mm. Study, sit with it, meditate on it, take notes on it. Really make sure you have a clear understanding um, of what it takes to do what you're doing. And, and then go out in the world and actually act on the things that you have studied. Um, also, this is a very big one. I would say study money management, mm. finances how to budget, how to save, how to invest, um, all those kinds of things are going to be vital. And a lot of artists don't want to deal with money, think about money. That's why we get managers and agents yeah. and all that kind of stuff to deal with all that kind of stuff. But that's also why we get screwed a lot yeah. of times because we don't have an understanding or don't want to deal with those kinds of matters. Mm -hmm. know, know what it takes, know your numbers, how much is it going to cost? um keep your make sure you keep your um expenses low and continuously increase profits like that's that's going to be the the goal for you and we should not be afraid of money it's not about money only becomes a problem if if it's like there's ego and other things attached to it other than utilizing it as a resource mm. like your your business like money is the the the, the blood of the business it keeps you alive and able to continuously grow uh and even if it's not a, a business business but if even if you as an artist you have to be taken care of financially if you want to do this long term if you want to continue yeah. doing this and continue to do it at the highest level and elevate and elevate you have to have the finances 
taken care of. Like most of the world hasn't even seen what dance can really do because we just haven't had the funding and backing and support to do it. We make do with what we have, Mm. you know, like dancers at the most, a dancer's video at the most is maybe a couple thousand dollars somebody might invest. Like that's the most I've ever heard of a couple thousand dollars. But if you're a, an art, a recording artist, a musician, you're talking about millions of dollars that go into their projects and their campaigns. If you're talking about a brand, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars that go into their ads, their creative, their events and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I'm excited about too is like, with more of us doing this, because it it, I'm not, I, I don't think it should just be me. I don't want it to just be like, I'm the only brand that exists that is gone. To, no, like I think th- there should be a lot of us mm-hmm. because there's going to be a lot of, like I said, I want a thousand people that I've employed from the community, but but that's only a thousand. You know, there's hundreds of thousands and millions of, of dancers out there. So there has to be more people building things that are hiring and bringing people within from the community. So. We really just got to be on top of all of these kinds of things, and and I would say um, I would say start there. I would definitely say start there. Start with uh, a good money book. Just to start with is "Get Good with Money" um, by Tiffany Alashe. I think is how you say it. That's where I would definitely start with just wrapping your mind around how managing your finances goes. And don't be afraid of it. Like people want to live in a delusion. Is like if I ignore it, the problem won't go away. And that's not <laughs> that's not what's going to happen. It's just like dancers try to like dance off an injury. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> nah. Address the problem, face it, and you'll be better for it. Again, anxiety comes from like being off course. Your body is. This is good. I was just thinking about this. Um, I think we need to change the perspective too around fear and anxiety and all those things. It's really just a signal. It's just an alarm. It's your body's alarm system saying, this is something you need to pay attention to. This is something that might hurt us. And it's just trying to alert you to look at it. And what we do is we say, I don't want to look. And we just create more stress and anxiety and fear within us with, because we don't want to deal with what our body is trying to tell us to deal with. If you just take that, Sheesh. that'll just change your life. That's major. Um, so yeah, face those things. You can get whatever you think. All these things. I'm a I'm a high school dropout. Like I had to learn these things all on my own. Like I just had to, uh, you know, have that growth mindset. Sometimes we think like, oh, I'm just not good at that. Mm-hmm. And we just identify as not being. You can get good at anything. You can learn anything. You can become better at anything. And especially now you have all the tools and resources at your hand. And um, and the reason I focus on saying books is because books have the most detailed, thought out information. Um, most books like takes years between the research and the writing and all that, kind of, the studying, all that kind of stuff. It takes a long time to co- collect all that information and then to package it up in a way that is compact and digestible. Um, so it just has a lot more of in-depth information, whereas somebody may be creating a YouTube video, they maybe spend a few days on it. Yeah. At the most, they maybe spent a few months on it. So how much information is really in there, um, compared to a, a book 
And also, there's some people that are not, there's very wise, smart people that you can learn from that are not live anymore. They don't have a YouTube. They don't have a YouTube channel. But they left all of their information, their whole story, the secrets to how they did it. They put it in a book. Mm. And these books are just sitting on shelves. (laughs) Like, cheap information. You know what I mean? Like, like there's a book um, I'm reading right now called Design by Emotion. Um, and it's the, I can't think of the author's name, but he was the chief marketing officer, I think, for like 15 years, over 15 years at Nike. The book was only like $20 or something. And if I told you, like, hey, I can, sit, I can um, have the chief marketing officer from Nike tell you everything it takes to be Nike, only like $20, are you down? Most people would say yes, but if I say, okay, here's this book, read it. <laughs> then, well, ah, nah, nah, I'm not a book person. I don't really, I don't really do the whole book thing. Okay, you, what do you, you don't do learning? You don't like, not, you, it's, it's the same thing. It's even better because it's written down. You can go back to it whenever right. you want. Just a conversation or a YouTube video is not, not quite the same. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, it might be a 30 minute, it might be an hour YouTube compared to hours of of reading, hours of information that's packed into a book. Um, so yeah, read. That it that's the biggest thing that changed my life is reading. Mm-hmm. And if and start small, 10 minutes, 10 minutes a day. I'm gonna just read as much as I can in 10 minutes and it'll get better and better. Um, money, learn habits, atomic habits is a good book. You are your habits. Um, Atomic Habits is a good book. Uh, Built to Last is a good book for entrepreneurship and building a company that's built to last. Uh, I wish I would have had a list of books. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to compile a list of books. But there's there's so many that you should be tapping into. Literally, whatever it is that you have any inkling or interest in, there's a book on it. Take the time. It's, it's one of my favorite things to do, and it's really changed my life. Wow. Thanks, Antoine. You're welcome. Thank you. valuable information. (laughs) I hope so. Very, very valuable. Um, Do you have anything that you would, that you feel the need to say that wasn't asked? Um, That's a good question. That's a really good question. (laughs) Off the dome. Um, I would say, I would just say you are more powerful than you realize your brain, your consciousness is way more powerful than you realize what you speak, what you think becomes your reality. And you have to be very conscious of the things you think about and say and when i say think about it, i don't really mean like like you focus and meditate on and like things are going to pop up in your head that's that's normal oh you got something to do yeah post no. oh, oh you got a post you're right <laughs> uh, um yeah i would say i would say that like you really have to live consciously and be conscious of what am i putting out into the world how what am I choosing to focus on? Um, my affirmations and my 
daily uh, gratitude journal and daily studying and speaking things and thinking about things and visualizing what I want has completely, completely changed my life. And it, I don't have the, the background to justify a lot of the things that I've managed to accomplish, but I still was able to accomplish, accomplish them. You know what I mean? And everything that you see, like the, the dance company, I started with 16 girls. We have over a hundred dancers in the company. We have um, about almost 60 that are in person and then about 60 that train with us online as well. And that's just because I chose it. I decided what I wanted to do and how big I wanted it to be and went for it and going to continue to grow, specifically online in person, probably not as much anymore. But um, with online, you know, I was saying my affirmations of, you know, super camp is sold out, super camp is sold out, super camp is sold out and super camp sold out. Mm -hmm. um, every artist that I wanted to work with, I decided that I wanted to work with them and, and, and it happened specifically one person was Rosalia and from the moment I found out about her on YouTube and connected and was like wow like I'm super inspired by her literally in that moment I like went on this binge of watching all her videos and just by the end of it I was like I'm, go I'm going to work with her mm. and it was literally simply a decision it wasn't like oh I hope one day we could like no mm. I'm going to work with her and I knew as soon as I spoke it is it's happening and I have DMs from her right now that I could show and play and it's her literally sending me a message. This was like a couple months, couple months after I decided. And she is in my DM saying, hey, I love what you do. I would love to work with you. I would love for you to train me, blah, blah, blah. And that has been my life and that has been my career. Everything that I spoke, everything that I said I wanted to do, I taught at all the camps. I wanted to teach at Fair Play. I taught at Fair Play. I did at Urban Dance Camp. I did Rio H2K. I, I did everything. I did everything I wanted to do. And it was just me deciding that this is what's going to happen, speaking it, visualizing it, seeing it in my head, seeing the entire experience and and those things those things manifested. And um, all of us have that capability. It literally is the mind shift, shifting your mind and simply really believing that it is possible. Mm. Believing that knowing that it is going to happen, and that is the thing that takes a while to build up, is that belief. Because as soon as, when you first start, your mind is gonna be like, oh, that's BS. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's gonna be hard to believe in the beginning. Um, but you stick with it, and, and this is something I had to learn over time, reprogramming my mind, and it came from studying, all that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think you have that, you have that capability. You and your ancestors, everyone has had it. Uh, and I think a lot of people were aware of it before this time. And we, a lot of us have lost our way due to capitalism, due to uh, societal norms and shifts mm -hmm. in culture. And, and that is our superpower as humans is our mind and our imagination and our ability to speak and communicate and speak things into existence. You know, we are created in the image of God and that's what do God does. You know, it yeah. says in the beginning there was the word and the word was God, yeah. <clears throat> right? And he spoke things into existence to create everything that we see and we have the ability to do to do the same thing, speak things into existence. Um, 
just some things over time have kind of been lost from us. Uh, this is a random story, but <laughs> this is a random, random story, but it has a point. But like chickens, <laughs> chickens, I mean, already it sounds crazy, but chickens used to actually be able to fly, but they lost it through evolution. They lost that. Uh, it just got, they, they lost it over time. You can look this up on YouTube. I never knew that. But they lost that skill over time. Um, Crazy. Due to, so, so, look it up on YouTube. I'll, I'll just let you find out the whole story by itself. But the reason I mentioned that is that we have a lot of power. We just, over time, have it's left us. We forgot mm -hmm. that we have that power, right? So that's one thing I would leave everybody with. That's powerful. I'm going to look that up. Look it up. <laughs> Chickens. Look chickens. <laughs> chickens. Look at all of the chickens. All right. All right. That was great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you. you. Appreciate, appreciate you so much. You. Beautiful, beautiful answers to all these questions. Love y'all. October 7th, 10 a.m. Hey. October 7th, 10 a.m. Uh, make sure you follow at troop.brand on TikTok or IG. And, and IG, both. Yes, on both. <laughs> and yeah, I hope you cop something. I hope you love it. And and give us feedback. I want to hear everything, all your thoughts and any ideas, whatever. Uh, and we're still building and building the team. Uh, uh, we're going to need graphic designers mm -hmm. soon to help us create. We're going to need a whole lot of people. Oh, we, yeah. we, we, as we build, we're going to need a lot. But thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Cardo. Thank you. For being a great yeah, interviewer. Love you. Love you so much. Uh, all right, y'all. We, we out. Period. Boom! You ain't scared when you heard, yeah, appear. I'ma hop about the bushes, me and push it, kill you, man. I'm just saying, I start to get used to the pain. Till one day I said, fuck it, bro, mama, Seuss on the plane. Why you playing? Reaching the game, lose a hand. Where you stand? Where was Jay at? Where was them at? Where he done that? Where he live at? Another headline. Where you had at? Nigga, go home. Where your kids at? They be on my nerve. They be on my nerve. Mm -mm. When we lost Verge, I was on the verge. Mm -mm. I just hit the Louis store, had the splurge. Mm -mm. We just made a silent movie with no words.